Parents Pod. Welcome to Pet Parents Pod, the podcast for and by pet parents. I'm Danielle. I'm Heath. I'm Kit. And happy 100th episode, guys. We did it. did it. We're amazing. We're 100 we episodes. Get sushi. Heath doesn't like sushi. Oh my god. <laughs> I know. It's no judgment. Judge. Uh-huh. More sushi, more sushi for me. Yeah, we'll sushi. get him a race bowl. It'll be fun. Ooh, he likes race bowls. That's better. You know, that's what I had for dinner today. The rice bowl. Just a bowl of rice. I, 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 yes, I literally like a put, bowl of rice. You know the the frozen veggies. Yeah, yeah. I'll throw that in there. A little bit of chicken seasoning. Yeah, that sounds put, good. Make my rice in the rice cooker and then cover it in blue cheese and then eat that. Okay, you lost me at the blue cheese. So good. Yeah, blue cheese. And, and it's chunky, too. It's got the chunks of blue cheese in there. You know what else is chunky? DNA. DNA? <laughs> this is our DNA episode. We, I thought you were going to call, like, Rue chunky or something. But... Rue is chunky. Oh, no, and DNA. It's kind of chunky. It's got the little bar things. We're talking about dog DNA tests. Yeah, because Heath and I finally did it. We got our dogs. We know what our dogs are for this 100th episode. We yeah. did it. We've, we've the had a couple, solved. Yeah, a couple of years of speculation. We finally know. We mm. know for sure. And we're also... Surprising. We were surprised. Yes, it was surprising. As most DNA tests, except for Rosie's, I guess. No, that, was, that was pretty much expected. I guess it was more surprising that Rosie didn't have anything else. Yeah. She's a purebred? Yeah. Yes. She's a purebred Amstaff. She's just 100%. I mean, you look at her and you're like, that's an Amstaff. Yeah. So it's like, it's not surprising, but it is surprising that there the, literally wasn't anything, anything Considering else. the sketchy place. Yeah, how sketchy. A parking lot and crate. Oh, and she was, she was literally yeah. like needing a bath. Yeah, she was covered in mud. Okay. Uh-huh. So. Poor, sweet Baby Angel Rosie. We're so purebred. okay. Purebred baby angel Rosie. We're fifteen we're, pounds covered in mud. This is mostly gonna be from our own experiences, but the two different types. So Kip's DNA test uh mm-hmm. was through the Banfield um yeah. which hospital they, system. Which is through PetSmart. Yeah, which they, is through they Pet partnered Smart. up with Wisdom Panel. So So if you buy the puppy package mm-hmm. it comes with the pu- puppy package and i actually took rosie to the vet today mm-hmm. and um she met a friend and that dude's dog was a, a larger puppy but he was signing his dog up for the you know banfield uh-huh. package and so the lady was standing there and like explaining the wisdom panel to him mm-hmm. and i was like one of those nosy nancies and i was like yeah you're gonna love it I did DNA tests for both my dogs, and now I know that they're just pit bulls. <laughs> um, do, out of curiosity, does the wisdom panel include any health screening, or is it just the breed? It does. Yeah, it, it does. includes okay. health screening. Yeah, I, okay. I couldn't did, get access to it um, now, but I remember that they weren't really predisposed to anything. Both that's of good. them were pretty fine. Do you know how many things they screened for I, not a clue so, it said nothing it said they were fine so i didn't dig into it okay. <laughs> that's fine i actually have a small like what's the best or all that um so according to the chicago tribute review between the different ones mm-hmm. the embark um is the most comprehensive option yeah. for testing for genetic uh traits and diseases and they have the most breeds. They have more than 350 breeds to ch- choose from. Right. And they test more than 210 genetic health risks, 
wisdom panel. Yeah, it um, showed that they did 217 for our dogs. Yeah, nice. Wisdom panel is uh, a little bit cheaper pricing than mm-hmm. uh, Embark. Yeah. Uh, so Heath and I used Embark. And Benfield like paid for it yeah, instead so of paid. getting it as a bonus with your nonsense. Yeah, which is why it took a while yes. for us yeah. to decide to. And then we used it as like, uh, sure, our excuse is this is our wedding anniversary gift for ourselves. Uh-huh. There you go. That, you know what? Because we're tired of waiting. That's solid. <laughs> so they they also offer a pretty high list of free counts. They, they're in the 350s too. But they do apparently have a lower... Um, lower number of things they check for health-wise. Okay. And according to one of the cons, according to the Chicago Tribune's little review article, uh, customers occasionally question the accuracy of the results. So I don't know what that means. I think everyone's going to do question, that yeah. where they, especially where they mail it in or whatever. Yeah, yeah, and the main con of the Embark is it's pricier than most. Yeah. Right, right. So, I mean... But you, you can know, get the sales. Yeah, you can get the sales. I mean... They don't have, like, huge sales, no. unfortunately. The dog we had a slight D- sale. We went for it. Yeah. The dog DNA tests aren't going to be as comprehensive as, say, the human DNA tests because right. people don't care as much. Like, you have, like, super mutt set... For, I, mean, I don't mean to give away things. Yes. But, um... Uh, I think that's a lazy way of them saying there's a lot of different yeah. variables, a lot of different breeds They didn't mixed break up. it down yeah. further, yeah. And with Charlie, his breed breakdown was like 12.5, 12.5, 12.5 on three different breeds. It was like Boxer, Chow Chow, and Bulldog. And um, I don't think that that's true, but I also don't care. I, yeah. Not that I, I'm contesting the breed, I'm just saying... I don't think it's evenly 12.5 right, for those, yeah, or, you know, yeah. so, but I'm like, I, I know why they do that. Yeah, it's it's it simpler to digest. Yeah, they they, they, they have to choose that. some numbers. I also yeah. read one other article, which is how accurate dog DNA tests, and according to the kit manufacturers, they claim their tests are like 90% or higher accuracy. Sure. Vets and genetic experts aren't re- ready to stamp these kits with the seal of approval, but this is largely due to lack of peer-reviewed research regarding it. Okay. So they are not saying this is a bad option or even like these. Ev- this is fake. What they're saying is it there is it does yeah. not meet the peer review because if anyone knows doctors or scientists, they're not ready to be like this is completely a hundred percent. You yeah. can't change it. Unless they have all these tested, 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 yeah. tested, yeah. proven. Because we've had, like, mistakes like that happen before. And like, science all is... of the research that was done about how vaccines cause autism, like, that was not peer-reviewed at all no. in any way, shape, or form. And now look at us. Yeah. It's great. Uh, well... Yes, so peer review is important, but also in order to do peer reviews, you need time, resources, and money, so someone has to pay for it. So mm-hmm. that is yeah. why. So a, all a that- third party wants needs to be interested in actually studying it further, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. It's your peer. That's why yes. it's called peer review. <laughs> now, um, all that said and done, 
it was fun and we uh, have the results so as a consumer i do not complain about this product irrespective of its accuracy did you <laughs> out of curiosity kip were you there when they swabbed your dogs did you get to swab your dogs i think they swabbed okay my dogs so for their you, so how at least the M ow sorry how the embark worked is it arrived dan is being like squished by our two dogs on yeah. the, the bench. Yeah, yeah, they took over my spot when I went to the bathroom, yep. and now I'm just kind of squished between them. Um, so, the kit arrived. I was there the night of. I sent pictures of the little activation codes. He went and activated their account so it would be tied to a thing, and then while he was doing that, I swabbed because Heath was at work. I swabbed their little cheekies mm -hmm. with uh, a swabby swab. And, uh... That's the medical term. Yep. Yes. You swab, swab the cheekies with their swabby swab. You, you have to do that for at least, I think it was like 30 seconds or something to get it nice and saturated. You also are not supposed to swab if they've eaten food recently. I think, like, you have to wait 30 minutes you if they've eaten chicken food. chicken DNA in there. You can't yeah. give the chicken DNA. Um, <laughs> and well, for ours, it wouldn't, because we have... We've cut out chicken, but yeah, yeah, but, yeah, but that's stuff. a lamb. I think would be in there. Yeah, yeah lamb DNA. We don't this want dog that. Is part lamb. What's weird? <laughs> <laughs> you can't see that at all. Um, and so you do that, and then you put it in a little tube with some liquid, and then you put it in a little envelope, and you write things, and then you mail it back. I did that pretty much within minutes of actually going and getting it. I think it are like it's really funny. I'm like. Mm takes two weeks to put away laundry, immediately does dog DNA kit. I have my priorities, It's all about right? the enthusiasm. Uh -huh. Yep. So yeah. we mailed those out, um, and it took, what, how many weeks to get back to us? Like, um, not very long. It didn't take very long, because they, they estimated us, we didn't think this was actually going to be our 100th episode, because they estimated we weren't going to get the results until late September. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was a blessing. It was a blessing. It was a blessing from God. <laughs> I'm sorry. The dog gods. From dog. It was a blessing Guessing from, from dog. dog. Yes. I think it was only a couple weeks total. Yeah. Nice. So we, mailed, we got it in, did the test, put it in the mail, it got picked up the next day. You can sign up to get, like, uh, text and email updates. So they, they emailed when they got the, um, they received the kits, and then they emailed when they would begin processing. And then they emailed when the health screening results were ready. And then it was only, like, what, the next day? Yeah, it was, like, the next week. Two days, maybe? Maybe two days later when the DNA results were ready. But so like we got several the health... days before that, they had emailed saying, like, your DNA results uh, won't be ready until, like, late September or are estimated to be ready in late September. So yes. I, I guess, like, setting expectations for later. But, like, that it's... seemed like a lot. It was a month later. Yeah. Yeah. It ended up being so it's like okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess you never know your volume. People get sick. Um, I guess, but I mean, we have pleasant surprise for sure. We were really surprised. Okay, so set it so low. Yeah, um, Kip, so. you had no health things. Yeah, we had one health thing that no one could guess who it was involving or what. Yeah, it so the reason that we got um, part of the reason we got Embark was because they have like the extensive health screening things. And you can get just the DNA kit, and you don't have to get the health screening kit, The too. DNA kit is a lot cheaper. It costs cheaper. more. Yeah, the health kit costs more. It costs more to get DNA and health screening. So yeah. we did that mm -hmm. because 
Rue has a an autoimmune condition where her uh, her immune system attacks her liver uh, unless there's medication that she's taking so she doesn't die. Um, so we were curious to see if it would show that. And uh, so when I was registering their tests, I didn't say anything about any of that, any of her anything really. I just gave like their name and their adoption date and like uh, that they're spayed and neutered um, and that sort of stuff. Like I didn't give away anything about her health condition. Um, but it did actually clock that she has something. It's like Rue has one variant that uh, you should let your vet know about, which this would be helpful if we the got vet didn't it. already well know about it because she almost <laughs> died when she was five months old. Yeah, if we had only done a DNA, if we had only done pet insurance and a DNA test when she was like three months, this could have helped right. us. Right. Like as soon as we got this dog, if we had just done this immediately, we wouldn't do it and have the money. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it says uh, Rue inherited one copy of the of the variant we tested Rue's baseline ALT level may be low normal. And why is this important to your vet? Um, she has one copy of a variant associated with reduced ALT activity as measured on veterinary blood chemistry panels. Uh, please inform your veterinarian that Rue has this genotype as ALT is often used as an indicator in liver health and Rue is likely to have a lower than average resulting ALT activity. As such, an increase in Rue's ALT activity could be evidence of liver damage, even if it is within normal limits by standard ALT reference ranges. So it did clock that she has something with her liver. So that, like, yeah, that to me was like, oh, this is legit. They're legit. Because if yeah. they didn't clock anything, I was honestly, I was going to think less of the test. Yeah. Right. And so. I, to be honest, it's kind of nice to actually know for sure, because we were kind of guessing it was a genetic thing with her liver, because there, I mean, there's not a ton known about autoimmune, like, why it occurs. Yeah. Uh, but there is a genetic component mm-hmm. to it, so it's good to actually get the confirmation that it wasn't something random or, like, from eating a piece of metal that then set off a thing in her system. It was right, actually which is what we genetically thought, which is why we didn't realize that it wasn't a, a one-time thing. Yeah. Uh, but Mishka does not have that genotype. So that was nice to have that confirmed that he will not in fact present with it at five years old, which is actually the normal age for a dog to present with an autoimmune condition like that. Mm-hmm. Not five yeah. months, but five years. Mm-hmm. So he should be fine. Yes. So that's comforting. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, uh, at least, Full thumbs up to Embark for their health screening. It caught. They caught it. They caught that she has something wrong with her, her liver. They caught it being with her liver. So mm-hmm. that's yes, pretty that's good. Pretty accurate. That's that's more accurate than what I would have expected. Yeah. Yes. So that's pretty awesome. And that's legit. Al- also remember this is a testimonial, so this is yeah. not. This and this is, is not, just based on saliva. This is not blood. Yeah. Yeah. So like the fact that they can gather that from saliva tests to me is impressive. Yeah, because it's a variant in her DNA. Yeah. Yeah, so I was very impressed by that. Okay, so now the fun part. What is, which one do we want to do first, Rue or Mishka? Um, let's start with Mishka. Mishka, our big brave boy. What is Mishka? So, Mishka... Or wait, do we want to, do we want to remind the folks what we've always thought they were? Uh, okay, so, yeah, so we were told when we got them that their mom was a uh, purebred husky, Siberian husky, yes. and that their dad was some sort of lab yep. mix, Labrador yep. retriever mix. Mm-hmm. So we knew that lab they were supposed husky. to be like husky lab mixes and then some other kind of mutt thrown in there too yes. because we didn't know what else the dad was. Yeah, we always assumed Rue had hounds, so we're like, it must be a houndy lab. Because she has bait some and yes. also like the droopiness of her eyes, it's a bit... Yeah, it's a bit much. 
Yeah. Um, but they obviously, yeah, yeah. She she just, she looks a bit houndy. Yep. They obviously very much, uh, obviously they have their lab fur. Mm -hmm. So they're very obviously like yellow lab. Um, their white coloring to us and the fact that they had curly tails, like looks like, oh, that's the husky. Yeah. Because they they do make demon sounds. They do. They're, they're very vocal dogs and they do make demon sounds like huskies. Mm -hmm. They're not, they don't do like the singing. No. Or the howling. Well, they do sometimes howl. They do. Not the way that most huskies do. And they're not completely psychotic the way that some huskies are. I will also. Which is nice because I'm glad that they're a lot more chill. Yeah. And they don't, they're not escape artists too, which is nice because these are all just typical things that you see with huskies. Obviously, breeds don't mean that your dog's personality is definitely like that. It's just they're more commonly seen. Yeah. And one other little antidote, because this whole episode is an antidote on these things, is. That's what I said. Antidote. Anecdote. Anticdote? <laughs> you know what? Anyway. Yes. Sure. <laughs> go on. Um, one, I, even I said it wrong. I said anecdote. One of their anecdote. puppy playtimes, we were the only people who showed up, so the person managing the puppy playtime brought their dog, who was a husky, mm-hmm. and the second their dog came into the area, both of them acted like sweet. They just followed that husky girl around. Like They were so happy. They were mm-hmm. like... <gasps> Yay! So I assume their mother looks similar? Probably. Because they're like, it is a mother figure! Yay! Mm. And they frolicked with her. Yeah, and keep in mind, Rue does not like all other dogs. No, but also Rue does better at smaller playtimes. She does. She does. She does do better with smaller groups. Yeah. But but yeah, like, just as a reminder, their their white coloring is on on their paws, on their bellies, on the tips of their tails, and, and then they have some white coloring face. on their faces. Yeah. So, those so that's were... why we thought that's from Husky, obviously. Now, uh, now let's get into results. the actual, yeah, the actual results. The first one will surprise no one. Uh, so Mishka had um, six breeds detected. Thirty-one point two percent is Labrador Retriever. Big shock. Yep. That's mostly that's the largest percentage of what he is. Not a shock at all. Twenty-two point six percent, though, is Great Pyrenees, which we did not see at all. But that does explain their size. Yeah, they're enormous. Great Pyrenees are giant, fluffy white shepherd dogs Mm -hmm. from like Newfoundland, things like that. They look a lot like retrievers, honestly, except for their fur and their size. Yeah, they're huge, fluffy retrievers because they have and white fluffy ears and they their snouts and everything. They look very much like Labrador retrievers to me, except for. They're white, and they're huge, and they have, like, really, really thick, fluffy fur. Because they're mountain dogs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 21.6% American Pitbull Terrier. Woohoo! We have pitties! They yeah. got people. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, which you can't really tell by looking at them. But, again, it's not really surprising because... It explains... It explains his, his muscles, because he does not do shit. He is very lazy. And yet, he has a lot of muscles. Like, he's pretty fit. Mm-hmm. He does not work for those muscles. No, he's not <laughs> fat either, because no. we've checked him, and our vet's even like, he's big, When he's but... standing and everything, you can still see his ribs the way you're supposed to be able to. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's not overweight. No. Because that's, that's, like, one of the ways that you can tell if your dog's overweight or not. And I will say our vet was always kind of baffled at what we knew of their mix and their weight, because it never quite Because he's, like, fit. 100 pounds. Yeah. yeah. And why would he be 100 pounds? He's a sturdy boy. It's because of the Great Pyrenees, <laughs> apparently. 
Great Pyrenees. Uh, but and yeah, he's Pit. getting the muscle from American Pit. But they're yeah. overall much smaller, though. Yeah, no, yeah, they're way smaller. They're I meant like balanced. the yeah, the but yeah, muscle. His, his musculature, though, is we're guessing from Pit. Yeah. Um. And here's one that I didn't see at all coming. Eleven point two percent boxer. Boxer. Yeah. I look at my dogs and I go, yeah, they're boxers. <laughs> Fucking boxers. Yeah, I didn't see that at all. Uh, I mean, boxers could also possibly indicate the weird coloring because boxers have the white tipping. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that could also just be the husky because next is 9.4% Siberian husky. Which, haha, we but, knew that yeah, was happening. It's a much smaller percentage. Uh-huh. I feel like mm-hmm. it's a smaller percentage it is than not if much. the mom was 100%. Husky. She's obviously so, not 100%. No, uh, husky. They, I think she might be part Great Pyrenees. So, yeah. what the DNA broke up was the mother's DNA was most likely a Great Pyrenees husky pit mix? Was that the breakdown? Because each of them had like three things. Mm-hmm. And two are family tree section of the embark because it does show you the entire family tree. I, I do question the accuracy of this because... Uh, yes, because it's not... They're making best guesses based on the DNA I know, they but get. It's saying, um, it's saying the mom was American Pitbull and Great Pyrenees mix. It's not even mentioning Husky. I thought it said Husky in that. No. Hmm. And it's saying... Uh, it's oh the grandparent so the grandparents had lab and husky so she was a great pyrenees pitbull lab husky mix because if you look down at her parents that's pretty specific are you on mishka in that room no yeah i'm on mishka okay mishka has the husky definitively spoiler so anyway what I was referencing is in their grandparents, their mom's side had Great Pyrenees, Pit, Labrador, and Siberia Husky in her. So that's where I think it made it look like she was probably more Husky. She probably looked like a big Husky because if she was showing the Great Pyrenees of all the markings of the Siberian Husky, then that would just be like, ah, oh, that's a big Husky there. Big fluffy dog, other big fluffy dog. Right. Because, okay. Sorry, I got us off track. You did, because we haven't even finished going through, like, the overall. Um, and the last percentage that they gave was 4% Great Dane. Great Dane. That one was real out of left pool. Yeah, so, again, that is Labrador Retriever, Great Pyrenees, American Pitbull Terrier, Boxer, Siberian Husky, and Great Dane. Our Great Dane, our little Marmaduke, Mishka. <laughs> no, he doesn't look great. He doesn't look... Pitbull Terrier, Boxer, or Great Dane. No. Uh, and the only husky parts are maybe the white, honestly. And his curly tail. And his curly tail. But, yeah. But, uh, Great and Pyrenees. And he has for, for sure. Yeah. And Great Pyrenees apparently have curly tails, too. Yeah, the Great Pyrenees have curly tails, so honestly, that's probably where they got that curly probably, tails. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Do you now want to list ruse? Yeah, we'll go over the ruse and then we can talk more in depth about stuff. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We interrupt this program to bring you an important message from our sponsors. Well, not sponsors per se, but it is time to pay the vet bills. Pet Parents Pod now has a website, PetParentsPod.com, where you can go and learn about all the different ways to support the podcast. We also have a Patreon now. There's a link to that as well, along with all of our socials, a Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Discord. It's going to be Patreon, 
patreon.com slash petparentspod. Anything and everything can help. We would appreciate your support. Petparentspod.com also lists that we are a BarkBox affiliate, so any special offers that we have, which will be effective during certain date ranges that are listed, are going to be on that page. There's a link to BarkBox under the Ways to Support page on the website. We also want to remind everyone that regardless of whether other special offers are going on, anytime you subscribe to BarkBox using the link barkbox.com slash petparentspod, you can get free extra month of BarkBox for your subscription. If you enjoy our content, spread the word, tell your friends and family that are also animal lovers. Now back to your regularly scheduled episode. Rue had five breeds detected. Um, she is 30.3% Labrador Retriever, which is the largest percentage. Big shock. No. <laughs> Who saw that coming? Right. Yep. Uh, next most was 24.9% American Pitbull Terrier. So she has more pit in her than Mishka. She also cannot see. Nope. <laughs> In my opinion. She has kind of a barely chest. But yeah, but so does so several of these other breeds. That's true. A lot of them. Actually, most of them. Pretty much all of them have barrel chests. Yeah. Um, 18.6% Great Pyrenees. And then 13.1% Boxer. She has more Boxer than Mishka. Mm-hmm. That's why we put her in against Rocky and not Mishka. <laughs> <laughs> and then the rest is 13.1% Super Mutt. So, Which, that means that they couldn't apparently, like, parse out specifically enough these smaller percentages. Yeah. So, Husky has to be in there. Yes. In our opinion. Uh, because, okay. Their mom looked Husky, and Mishka definitely has some. So. It's gotta be in there. Yeah. Um. This is based on our knowledge. So, they are from the same litter. We, yeah, they're we from know the same they're litter. from the same litter. So, we know they have the same parents. Their siblings, um, like, two or three of them had blue eyes. Yes. We know for a fact the husky was in there. So what we're assuming in the little slosh of super um, mutt, she has some sprinkling of husky in there. Mm-hmm. Maybe a sprinkling of Great Dane, since Mishka had that. Maybe. Maybe. Just, I don't even know where that came from. I also assume some sort of sighthound. Don't they give a very, like, a... Uh, uh, Idea. What was it? They or gave any like, kind of hound. yeah, or any yeah. We, kind of we hound. still we still stand by that there is some sort of hound, um, and because it says thirteen point one percent superman, so, which is not nothing, we still think that there's some sort of hound in her, and this has not disproven that. So, so something uh, they our theory stands. Yes. <laughs> um, what Embark also says from their super mutt analysis is that um, it has a possibility of their top three guesses, which I don't actually see. I don't either. Australian cattle dog. That's the one that I see the most, but... That could be something. Maybe. American bulldog. No. Not really. German shepherd. I don't see that at all. Like, not one bit. Yeah. So, um... Super Mutt's also a hard one. It's a weird catch-all where they literally just can't identify. And I don't know genetics, so I don't know how hard it is to actually tell the difference in genetics. I think it's impressive that they can tell so much from such a tiny amount of saliva. Mm-hmm. Right. I find that impressive. And it answers a lot of questions. The uh, Great Pyrenees explains their size. Yeah. Yeah. The pit bull mix explains Mishka's uh, unwarranted muscular frame. <laughs> yeah. Like, we make jokes that... Effortless uh, muscles. That he's just a gym bro who never goes to the gym. He's like, yeah, all these gains, no effort. 
<laughs> I spent 18 hours a day sleeping. Mm-hmm. Good lord. And... He's snoring right now. Yes, he is snoring. What's really interesting, though, they also... Uh, the thing I got us derailed into the weeds is they'll show what their best guess of the parents' mixes being based on the DNA they find from the siblings. And also they'll compare, like, um, they have a thing like Fine Family where uh, a couple of the matches that came up that weren't Mishka and Rue were people probably dogs they were like what a year or so older they were no they were two years old they were two years old so they were probably from a previous litter before yeah our dogs because this was this this rescue got them from like people who were breeding them yeah oh wow and it's from the same area um and so they probably have at least one parent in common yeah and probably the mom, I would think. Yeah, from the looks of it. Uh, so they're considered either full siblings or half siblings. And there is a good chance that it could be even from the same mom or dad, but just have like a different, uh, such a different mix because they're like, they kind of look like black labby. I think the dad was different. Yeah. I, th- I, I feel like the, the yellow lab is just super dominant. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's possible that that was like one of the only ones of that litter that was. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, so it's hard to say because genes are, yeah. Yeah. So what? At least what they broke down for the parents. Uh, the mom was most likely Great Pyrenees Pitbull Lab Husky mix, and the dad was a Lab Boxer Pit Great Pyrenees mix. So obviously, wherever they got these dogs from, there was some. Which is weird because I don't see many Great Pyrenees around this area. Me neither. Or yeah. boxers. Pits, yes. Labradors, yeah. Yeah, those are everywhere. I see boxers. Boxers are fairly common. Okay. I haven't seen a lot of boxers. I, I haven't seen a ton of them. I have seen some boxers, yeah. What I also find But fast... yeah, Great Pyrenees is not super common in this place. Because why would they be? That's a mountain dog and this is yeah. the south? Mm-hmm. So they I mean, even huskies. They, huskies yeah, they also, yeah, but they're popular because they look like wolves. Uh, Great mm-hmm. Pyrenees look like giant bears. Yeah. So something I also find interesting, if you go, they even have the great-grandparents. And uh, for the dad, the Labrador boxer mix is his his, uh, his grandparents were a Labrador and a boxer mix. So obviously there, it wasn't like two, a Labrador and a boxer got together. It was some sort of mix in between. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if, if there's the hound came from maybe that boxer was a hound mix. Who knows? Yeah. Because they only go as far as the great grandparents, which is fair. That is fair. I mean, they're, yeah. only, they're still only guessing because you cannot know. No. And it's just based on like a pretty small sample. Yeah. Um, but it's really neat. It is fascinating. But I also like how they do get, they do the predicted adult weight. Yeah. And Rue's predicted adult weight is 57 pounds, and Mishka's predicted adult weight is 67 pounds. And uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> No, they're off by like 40 pounds or 30, 40 pounds. They're off by a lot. Uh, yeah, the the Great Pyrenees apparently affected a lot more than anyone expected. Yeah, the, according to them, uh, their algorithm explains over 85% of healthy adult weight. So there's still a good chance of error in that. But also, most of the time people get these, they're doing these to adult dogs, so they're full grown. Yeah. They also had something that was, I thought was interesting was the the wolfiness. Yes. They decided to put. Do you want to read what that means? Because uh, the wolfiness score and, and so Embark has a wolfiness score. 
yeah, it says most dogs have wolfiness scores of 1% or less. Uh, we find populations and breeds with higher scores of 2 to 4% occasionally, and unique dogs with scores of 5% or above more rarely. Uh, what it means for my dog. Your dog's wolfiness score is not a measure of recent dog-wolf hybridization and does not necessarily indicate that your dog has some recent wolf ancestors. Um, it says in parentheses, if your dog has recent wolf ancestors, you will see that in the breed mix report. Oh. Uh, in parentheses. Instead, the wolfiness score is based on the number of ancient genetic variants your dog has in our unique wolfiness marker panel. Wolfiness scores up to 10% are almost always due to ancient wolf genes that survived many generations rather than any recent wolf ancestors. These ancient genes may be a few thousand years old or may even date back to the original domestication event 15,000 years ago. They are bits of a wild past that survive in your dog. And it's saying, like, behind the science, your dog's wolfiness score is based on hundreds of markers across the genome where dogs, uh, or almost all of them, are the same, but wolves tend to be different. Um, these markers are thought to be related to domestication gene sweeps where early dogs were selected for some trait. Scientists have known about domestication gene sweeps for years, but do not yet know why each sweep occurred. Uh, by finding rare dogs carrying an ancient variant at a certain marker, we can make associations with behavior, size, metabolism, and development that likely cause these unique signatures for dogginess in the genome. So, all that being said, it's interesting because Mishka had 4.3%. 4. 4. And how much is Rue's? Which is high. Yeah, and that's a high one. Rue, I think it's 1.2. Let me double check. Which is low... Which is normal. Like average. Low. She's a low wolf. But he he finally got his house wolf. He always he wanted. House wolf. 1.2. So it's medium, actually. It's considered medium. Huh. So, I don't know. Maybe that explains why Mishka is so stubborn. I mean, I know how to pick him. Yeah. He's My a stubborn, stubborn baby boy. boy. Mm-hmm. But it did say in his history that because he has a Y chromosome that they could trace... Um, that that's the lineage of his father goes back to like really early, yeah, uh, really early like dogs. That's an yeah. They like trace them all the way back to like where your dogs dogs came from. What it, it's called a hyleotype, ha- haplotype, haplotype. Yeah, sounds familiar. So like the maternal one is. C2, which is, um, it's a very old female lineage, most common found among English setters, English bulldogs, Alaskan Eskimo dogs. Uh, we've also seen C2 in village dogs of South Asia. Rather than having few characteristic breeds representing the this lineage particularly well, it presents in a few uncommon individuals of many different breeds. Unlike some European uh, lineage, that have been seen skyrocketing in population among the path to modern dogs we see today. C2 tends to reflect the deep history of man's best friends, and that um, that is their maternal for both of them, and their paternal is a haplogroup. Haplogroup. Haplogroup A1A. Some, and this is some of the wolves that became the original dogs in Central Asia around 15,000 years ago came from this long, distinct line of male dogs. After domestication, they followed humans from Asia to Europe 
and then they didn't stop there. They took root in Europe, eventually becoming dogs that found the uh, Vish Vishla breed a thousand years ago. The Vishla is a Central European hunting dog, and all male Vishlas descended from this line. During the age of exploration, like their owners, these pooches went with the philosophy have sail, will, will travel from the windy plains of Patagonia to the snug, homey towns of the American Northwest and the beaches of a Pacific paradise, the broad expanse of the Australian outback, these dogs followed their masters to the outposts of empires. Whether through good fortune or superior genetics, dogs from the A1A lineage now traveled the globe and took roots across the world. You will find village dogs from this line frolicking in the Polynesian beaches, hanging out in the villages across the Americas, and scavenging through the old world settlements. You can also find this prince of par partial lineages, patrilineages, patrilineages, in breeds of different German shepherds, golden retrievers, pugs, border collies, Scottish terriers, and Irish wolfhounds. No male wolf line has been as successful as the A1A line. And it's saying it occurs most commonly in Great Pyrenees and Newfoundland. Yeah, so makes sense since their dad had Great Pyrenees in them, yeah. too. So we just thought that was fascinating. So, yeah, uh, very interesting. But since Rue doesn't have a uh, Y chromosome, you can't. Yeah, she has two Xs. That, but I'm sure she would have it, too. Yeah, since we know the, the daddy's if, from if the same. If she were male, yeah. Yeah, we know they have the same daddy. Yeah. Um, so that's cool. It's cool DNA cool cool history about like where their parents and their parents before them and their ancestors came from um so kippy do you want to tell us what you remember of charlie and rosie's dna right 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 it wasn't too in-depth um because i got free i mean i don't know if it was free but whatever it was like it wasn't I, it was paid for with my you weren't paying a hundred something out of pocket yeah. um so Rosie's was very shocking. Uh, she was 100% Amstaff. <laughs> oh, my God. I couldn't say it was a straight Who could face. have known? Like, I thought there would be, like, a little bit of something else in there. Maybe there is, but, like, it literally wasn't significant enough to clock on the 90% yeah. accurate DNA test. So, it was just like, she's 100% Amstaff. Good luck. Bye. And so, that was fine, because I love her, and mm -hmm. she's my little smooshy pillow pipple. Mm -hmm. So... Charlie, I knew he was going to be something, because he doesn't look like anything. He's mm -hmm. just kind of an ugly dog that he's, hangs out with me. He <laughs> is he is a, I would say he's a skinny, houndy mutt. He's a, he's a zaguate. Yes. <laughs> he is, so he's 50% pit bull. Mm. He's 50% amp staff. Um, and he then, does have a pity head. Yeah, he's, he's, he's built. Charlie's, he's skinny, but he's built. Um, really great for outdoor activities. He can jog with me, yeah. and that's you know I appreciate that. Those long like legs, he can keep long up. legs. Um, he's a very nice dog. He's got that long hound tail mm -hmm. that is like like Rosie's tail is short, but it's like a whip. It is very powerful. Yes, you get very smacked by that. It <laughs> yeah. hurts. She she wags her tail with her entire body, yes. and it is painful. Charlie's tail is very long and just kind of, you know, so, and he, when he wags, he just kind of, 
it's it's different. It definitely, if you look at videos of hounds wagging their tail, that's how Charlie looks. Mm -hmm. So, 50% pit bull. Mm -hmm. He was 12.5% bulldog, mm -hmm. which is that, that's what they told me he was. He was a bulldog when I adopted him. Mm -hmm. um, lies. I mean, he didn't look He's like a the, bulldog. They were, they were twelve point five percent correct. Was he an English bulldog or American bulldog? Uh, I don't think they specified. Okay, because American bulldogs are actually taller than English bulldogs. English bulldogs are the right. They're stocky. They're like, stocker yeah. and shorter. American yeah. ones. They're still fairly they're stocky, kind of but they're tall. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. very pityish. Yeah, they're they're bullies. They're definitely the quintessential bully. Mm -hmm. I think it may have been American bulldog. That would. Yeah, that yeah, would make, more, make sense. more sense. So 12.5% American Bulldog, we'll just go with that, because mm -hmm. who cares? 12.5% Chow Chow, which that was surprising. Yeah, he doesn't look bad at all. I don't clock Chow Chow on him at all. Does he have a purple tongue? No. No, no spotted? regular tongue. He has a regular tongue. I've never looked at his tongue much. I look at his tongue all the time. Because sometimes they're spotting. Yeah. Good, good job. Bacon toothpaste. Mm -hmm. Gotta go with that one. Tired of the bit bitching at me about tartar. <laughs> uh, yeah, we probably. And I don't trust greenies. I really don't. I That's like to fair. get in there with like a good toothbrush. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Um. So he's got Chow Chow. So mm -hmm. he immediately the most vicious creature on the planet. Mm -hmm. Um, twelve point five percent boxer. Which when I said that, everyone was like, "Oh yeah, I can see box." I don't see boxer I anywhere. I actually see some boxer in that shape. So I, I fully disagree because I, my neighbor got a boxer puppy, and he looks nothing like Charlie. So boxers <laughs> do have variation on colors. I would say right. Charlie's boxers could present boxers. Boxers, boxer, yeah. boxer jeans could present in some of his spotting too, because they do He's have pure black. It doesn't have white paws. He's got he's got he's like got a white socks. shooting star, right? And then he has some socks. some whitish on his paws. Yeah, I thought he had like white socks on a couple. He's, of his paws. Yeah, he's got some black claws on. It's like a it's yeah. Rosie, I feel like is more socky than Charlie. No. Yeah, that's true. And but then I Charlie think has a weird little. He has his white. Little, oh yeah, he's got the, the tuxedo white, chest. Yeah, he has and his white he has belly. A weird white dot in the middle of his shoulder blades. Yeah, so like he has a little spotting, and boxers do actually have some of those characteristics mm, yeah. that yeah. I don't think any of the breeds you've mentioned so far have. The coloration, at least. Well, pitbully. Well, you know what boxer could you? you American can come bulldog out that has way, yeah. different spots. And That's stuff. true. No. Okay. Okay. Yeah, um, and then lastly, it, it didn't say Greyhound or anything like that. It just said Sighthound. Sighthound, yeah. Because I guess it couldn't, like, Yeah, yeah, he for specify. sure had that, yeah. 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 But, yeah, he yodels like a hound. He, yes. Like, I'll, I'll sing with him sometimes when he's howling. Oh, and it sounds exactly like that. Like, yeah. we're singing a concerto together. Um, beautiful. Yeah, it's a beautiful hound concerto. And, um... Yeah, I can definitely see that because he's very narrow and very long. Mm -hmm. So, desert dwell. And he, he can handle the heat a lot better than Rosie can. Rosie cannot handle the heat. Yeah. She just gets puffy and just hot just immediately. And Charlie's a solid black dog, but he can go for days. Yeah. Like, it's it, I'm, I'm in awe of Charlie and his abilities. He is very tough. Yeah, he's, he's a tough little bugger. He's a tough, tough little bugger. So, yeah, that, that was that. 
Yeah. So sometimes it was, no. it was fun to read Charlie's DNA test because yeah. he actually had some meat to it. Yeah. As opposed to Rosie, who's just a boring old Amstaff. <laughs> she's just she's a purebred. <sighs> so boring, basically. Yeah. Um, she's a basic bitch. <laughs> I will say another use for she's literally another use for DNA tests. If people even give a shit about this, is actually getting certificate certification certificate. Certification. Certification. There mm-hmm. we go. On uh, purebreds for like showing dogs and things like that, yeah. and being able to track lineage, things like that. Yeah. It can be used for things like that. Yeah, yeah I'm not yeah. saying. I'm just. I'm just tossing in there. We all know how I feel about how that whole. Uh-huh. Well, we all we've made it very clear how we feel about actually like my purebred dog. Yeah. We don't yeah. support breeders. No. Yeah. Um. But, I guess unless they're like service dogs. Yeah, service. Uh, yeah, caveat to all service dogs because they yeah. literally have to have certain temperaments in order yeah. to do the job. If there, there are some working dogs that need that. There are some breeds that were bred to be working dogs. Yeah, and those are the breeds dogs. that I agree with. That's I it. don't we care don't, about labradoodles. We don't need <laughs> we don't need breeders for anything else. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the dogs were bred for a purpose. We have and I think too many if animals. We, if yeah. we need them for that purpose, then use them for that purpose. Yeah, we have too many that need homes. Stop breeding them just for a profit and just to get this certain aesthetic. Yeah. Look, money, money okay, moves, okay, okay, moves okay. the world. So, Disgusting. very... So, DNA tests. They're fun. Say, They're fun. Because you have to. That's the world we live in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. DNA tests are fun. We all had fun. Yes, I had, yeah. I had a great time. Yeah. I loved. The, I immediately needed to see what breed these two chunks were. Yes, mm-hmm. it's uh, fascinating. We did not expect but, several of those. Yes, I know, but, right? By the way, the when uh, the day we found out what their breeds was, I was kicking Heath out of the basement to go sleep in the like go sleep in bed because he fell asleep on the couch, mm-hmm. and With I need babies. yes, mm-hmm. I need to feed the dogs and I need the light on when that happens. And I was like, go to bed. You, you need to sleep. Go go sleep in the bed so you can sleep. And then I was checking my texts, and I saw that I was ready. And I, like, had started a movie I was going to watch, and then, like, he comes down with his phone, and I, like, pause the movie. I'm like, what's wrong? And he's like, it's in! I'm like, oh, it's in! And no. then we spent the next, like, 30 minutes, like, pouring over the results and discussing it with each other and being like, well, they, oh, also, Embark has a little video that they're like, do you want to see what your dog is? Yeah, they have a nice little video. It is very cute. It's a very, it's a fun cute. little. This is what this is, and this is what that is, and this is the family tree. And then they show you the family tree. Disgusted. It's interesting. <laughs> also, uh, another a weird thing. I'm not sure if anyone would. Do, I don't. I don't think we're gonna use this. Someone might message us. You can anyone who's on there. You can it, when you get a sibling of your dog or someone who's related. You can message that person's account. And they could message. Your dogs are related. You want to? You want to hang out? I mean, I can see <laughs> they that. They could potentially remember each other. Yeah. If they I, knew each other. Yeah, yeah. If they knew each other, like I could see it if we actually saw any of the blonde babies mm-hmm. from their litter, if they were on there. Like if we found out what happened to Trinity Gumbo. Um, what was yeah. the other one? Trinity Gumbo. Cajun. If any of those like cropped up, I would be like, oh. Are you in the area? Mm-hmm. How, does Surely your dog have an autoimmune disease? Somewhere. Right. Yeah. It's like, did any Gumbo? Did you end up with an autoimmune disease? You were the runciest of the runts. Mm-hmm. You probably did. 
I, if any of them were going to, I would think it would be him. Yes. Yeah. He was very, he was the right. Well, okay. Runt. Okay. Yeah. Recessive or variant genes don't necessarily have to do with the runtiest stuff. I know. It's all but luck he, of the draw. Yeah, but it just seems like he would be the most likely to be sickly. Yeah. It's also interesting seeing the different mixes between siblings. Like, these are siblings we know from yeah. the same litter. And how, like, they grab different sections from different parents, and it's fascinating. Yeah, because it was saying Genetics that... Genetics is amazing. Yeah. DNA-wise, they're 73% similar? Yes. Uh-huh. They are related. They are they're related. They are strongly related. They like, are yeah. most likely a sibling or half-sibling. Well, I think these siblings. are full siblings. Is, but but the when they start DNA going works. lower... Like, yeah. I think the closest one was, what, like, in the 60s? Yeah. Yeah, and they're like, this could be a sibling or a half-sibling. Obviously, it was a half-sibling would be, I My think, guess, he is yeah. Rice. Yeah. Right, with the... I don't um, think it was the same dad. Yeah. yeah. Which would make sense. Hmm. Because this was a... They're like, this was a group of dogs rescued from a farm situation. Yeah. With probably multiple mamas and papas on that farm. Yeah. Maybe a couple of dad, siblings, and such. Oh, yep. That happens. I actually did say something about there's a a rating for inbreeding or whatever. Oh, is there? I didn't see that. Um, I didn't realize there was an inbreeding. How inbred are dogs? I do embark for boy. Boy? Yeah. For boy. Do the they cat? do cats? Uh, there are cat DNAs. I don't I know. know. Not, I don't well, think embark well, does. I was about but... to say Will Butrin. Uh, that's my antidepressant. <laughs> Um, what was it? Uh, the one I do does cats. The cat, one that, the one that the did wisdom my, panel. No, wisdom panel. Thank uh, you. I knew it started with a W. <laughs> so there is a wisdom panel. Um, there's also base paws. Is it cat DNA? I'd be like, this cat is super inbred. <laughs> I could see that. Uh, my little sister thinks that her cat time bandit, or the vet is guessing from the way he has uh, two false ligament uh, hips which we've talked about on episodes she's guested on, mm-hmm. but the vet thinks that is from um, him being a super inbred cat. Yep. Yep. And I, that banjo music. You know, I make fun of banjo music. I really love banjo music. <laughs> so I'm not going to. So we did not do cat DNA tests, but the top rated one is actually Wisdom Panel mm-hmm. because they have 70 plus breeds. The one underneath them is Base Paws. And they have 21 breeds. So, yeah, I would go Wisdom Panel for Just cats. do Wisdom Panel again. Yeah. yeah. I wish I could figure out what my login was. Like, I told, I fully paid for it, so I wish I had access to it. I will say uh, Wisdom Panel for Cats is 130. <laughs> That's with... That looks like... I don't with, think I care <laughs> yeah. that much. I don't care $130 worth. Yeah, like, I'm curious, but we have five cats. That would be a lot. Now, if Wisdom Panel wants to sway us over, uh, yeah, discount code. You know, you know what I could get for one hundred and thirty dollars? What? A lot of things. Tickets to Mastodon. Oh, okay. And they're coming to Atlanta this weekend. It's it's Ghost and Mastodon, which is like it'll have passed by the time this comes out. The most. It's already done, you guys. You can't get the tickets anymore. But it is that is the. I wish I had a ticket to that. Oh my, I, I found it too late. And he-
he found it. I had to find it under the health screening stuff. I was looking in the wrong section. Um, so it's a coefficient of inbreeding, and um, which measures the proportion of your dog's uh, where the genes on the mother's side are identical uh, by descent to those on the father's side. The higher dog's coefficient of inbreeding, the more inbred your dog is. So what's the scale, like 1 to 100? Uh, to my understanding, it doesn't really spell it out that way, but it looks like it is... I'm assuming it's out of 100. So I did a little bit more research on how the percentage of inbreeding works, and I found a breakdown which explains it. I'm going to pop this in, and so sorry for the interruption. But 0% of uh, the coli... Coefficient of inbreeding. Coefficient of inbreeding. 0%. A dog has two apparent unrelated parents. Uh, 12.5%. The genetic equivalent of a dog produced from a grandfather to granddaughter mating or mating of a half-brother uh, slash sister. 25%. The genetic equivalent of a dog produced from father to daughter mating or mating of full brother and sister. More than 25, inbreeding is accumulative, so it has occurred to a significant degree over several generations. The inbreeding coefficient may exceed 25%, and that is how inbreeding percentages work. Disgusting. Super gross. Okay. So, Mishka's percentage is 24%, which is not great. Uh, just a quarter of inbreeding. Yeah, and then Rue's percentage is 29%. Okay. Well, I think they're less than the royal family of inbreeding. Well, see, what's I mean... funny is they, uh, there's this little, did you know, uh, are you a fan of the pop culture book series and hit television show Game of Thrones? Pedigree-based estimates uh, of Daenerys Targaryen, uh, her COI is estimated to be roughly 37.5%. Oh. In, in comparison, the highly inbred Spanish Habsburg line went extinct with King Charles II who had a pedigree-based COI estimate of 25.4%. Oh. So they're as They're pretty inbred. inbred. They're very inbred. Okay, so... They're as inbred as some royals. Oh, our dogs are royalty. That's not what that says. But sure, you can choose to see it that way. They're the royal. They just have to keep that pure. That also explains... mm, I wonder if their mom and and dad were siblings. Who knows? Cousins. They both had great Pyrenees pits. That is true. Who fucking knows? Well, this is why you don't leave a bunch of unneutered animals on a farm. So that's one of the benefits if you get the health screening. Find out how inbred your dog is. Uh, yep. Mishka is less inbred than Rue. Which Rue does got, not surprise any of us. Which explains... Who's healthier? Rue is. No. She is more Rue. active. She does more exercising. That's the steroids yes. that she has to take to live. <laughs> what is because she? Because she would die without the steroids. Uh, so Rue's still a genetic mistake. Yes, Rue is the happiest, most precious genetic mistake I've ever met. And by the way, that's what we put on her summary for her. Yeah, we I added a summary after we got the results because I didn't want to give away anything before. Yeah. But yeah, I mentioned her being like the most precious genetic mistake, and she's just so happy. She's, no, she's a happy genetic mistake. She's. Yeah. I love Ruru. Ruru is my favorite genetic mistake. Okay, so find out how inbred your dog is. If you have and the money. Look also, also uh, while Heath was looking for that, I did do a sh- quick Google search. It looks like Wisdom Panel is the best option for cat DNA. 
Yeah. If anyone is interested in cat DNA, it is expensive. But if you have $130, one, $130, you, Which you would, you would, you would wish it was, <laughs> you would wish it was less. Well, dogs, most people I, I don't, get why it's not. most people don't have five cats. I know. Also, it's not that much less than the dog's DNA test. No. They do a health screening too. A lot of times there are products that provide a certain service that need to be maintained, which is yeah. why the individual cost of the product is so high. That's kind of yeah. like what runs it up. Like, for example... And I guess I, it's the same service regardless of what the, the animal. Yeah. I, like, they have to have all the labs and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had, like, I kind of uh, was introduced to this concept when I purchased an e-reader for the first time. I spent $500 on an e-reader. Um, and it was because the e-reader that I purchased has an entire company behind it that builds, you know, firmware and, yeah. and you know, upgrades the product and maintains the whole thing. And sometimes they have free access to a library, so that's servers you have to maintain in order yeah. to have the access to the things you're using on the e-reader. Yeah. And then on top of that, it's a very niche product. It's not something that everyone has. Mm-hmm. You know, I got... It was very popular for a while. I had an e-reader. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, I only got one recently because I just felt like I needed it and I, I like having it, but yeah, I, that's why I personally justified the cost. Yeah. Like a half a grand for an e-reader. Yeah. I, I got one as a gift from a friend because they had one, they really liked it. And because I was always using public transit, they're like, here, have an e-reader and then you can, instead of having to carry multiple books on you, you can just have a digital. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's nice to have an e-reader. And it's not backlit, so it's nice on your eyes. It's not as harsh as staring at a screen. That's another reason why I got mine. Yeah. Yeah. Because it doesn't have that backlight. And actually, mine has, I can adjust it if I want to. Like, it does have it. And I can change it whether it's cool or warm. Anyway, yeah. I like all the features that come with mine. Yeah, yeah. E-readers are great. Yeah. But, yeah, you're right. Um, That's probably why the DNA test for the cat is so yeah. much. Yeah. Because, just, well, it's, it's the same. It's the same test. You're buying the whole thing. Yeah, it's yeah. a whole thing. It's the same. You're paying a lab. You're paying people to do this work. It mm. is technical work. You maintain the website. There are more, the thing up. There are more breeds of cats than we think about. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, most, I think something I read, like 90% of domesticated cats are mixes. Yeah. So, like, finding out. They are. Yeah, because it's just how cats are. It's a little different from dogs. There's not standard breeds, like, the same. Yeah. Um, there so, aren't as many cat breeders, I would say, as dog yeah, breeders, yeah. because there aren't as many breeds of cats as there are dogs. Yeah, but yeah. I'm sure it would be interesting. breeders. Yeah. That's, that's what you're going to find a lot of the time. That, or, like, there's also, there's a couple hypoallergenic cats that yeah. are... Rorschach Rex, things like that. Things like that. I think yeah. ragdolls might actually be, because the way their fur is is different. Something I've I heard. I haven't heard that those were hypoallergenic. I could have been lied to. Yeah, I think you they might are, have been lied to. They are, like, you know, a very popular breed of cat, though. Yeah. They're nice because they, they melt in your arms. Yeah, yeah, they're very cuddly. They're, like, they're huge and they're very sweet. And then I think Mancoons are the other really yeah. popular. Yeah, really popular one, yeah. yeah. No one wants a Himalayan anymore. Oh. People, if you're going to get a cat like that, you're either getting a Maine Coon or a Ragdoll. Yeah. If you're getting a long-haired cat. Yeah. Or uh, a cat that's brachycephalic. That's that's another one that, that people usually go with. Yeah. Well, well, don't worry, folks. We'll do an episode on that shortly. We'll talk about brachycephalic. 
Yep, practice like of failure. Um, yep. <laughs> but what I was trying to say is if Wisdom Panel wants us to come over to their side, they can provide five tests for our five, six tests for our six cats. I forgot about, I forgot yeah. about Boyd for a second. Boyd. Sir yes. Boyd. Yes. <laughs> we would like to know how inbred Sir Boyd is. Uh, a lot. A lot. We would <laughs> like to have confirmation. Mm-hmm. But he is crazy. He takes crazy pills every day. That's how much I love him. I feed him crazy pills every day. <laughs> To but, help with the craziness. Yes. To help with the craziness. Like oh, many yeah. of the mad kings of inbred. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. He is he's also a <laughs> because he's inbred, yes. and therefore he's royalty. That's what happens, right? It's not the other Sir, way around. Yep. Sir Boyd of the, the Black Boyd. Water. Okay. <laughs> so, Heath, where can people find us in our inbred dogs, apparently? Yeah, they are. They are as inbred as royal families have been. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so that's fun. Uh, yeah. A little thing to add in at the end there. Mm-hmm. Good way to end the episode. Yeah, I think it was fun. It's good. It's a great selling point. Not only do you yeah. find out your breeds, you get to find out how inbred they are. Yeah. Well, um, I they're less inbred than uh, some purebreds. So yeah. that's a thing. They're less. But they are. No, no. They are less inbred than. Didn't you say uh, Daenerys? Cause she was yeah, than Daenerys Targaryen, the fictional character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're less. It's a it's a icon. Mishka is less inbred than that king that I mentioned. Yeah, only Rue is on the king's level. Yeah, he's only slightly too, mm. not much. Anyway, you can find us on petparentspod.com. Uh, if you uh, you know if your friends and family like animals, that you should tell them about us, and when they can listen to us uh, wherever you're listening, mm-hmm. or they listen to podcasts. Yeah. We're also on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and Discord. You can email us petparentspod at gmail.com. And we will continue to get better for another hundred episodes, maybe. And then after that, we're just going to give up. And then we're going to, like, And then we're going to stop crying. Yeah, we're just going to curl into a ball and sob. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But we're going to record it for you guys. Yeah, just sobbing for an hour. That's good content, right? Yeah. And I hope that everyone listening right now has a really good cry into their pillowcase and then that's followed up with the best sleep you've ever had. Don't you love those nights? Aren't those nice? Are you Are okay, you Kip? Sob yourself uh, to good sleep? night, everybody. Okay? <laughs> uh, everyone's okay. Don't send help. Hug Kip. your dogs and cats. Hug <laughs> your dogs. Do you need any pets? Okay, goodbye. We're leaving now. We're hanging up. Wait, wait. Don't hug your goldfish. I shouldn't say any pets. <laughs> oh, hug your pets man. that can be hugged and like to be hugged. Never mind. We're Cats done. Cats and dogs, goodbye. We made 100 episodes. Bye, Bye guys. Bye.